I'm Behumet. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to the monologues. This time on the monologues, we end summer with a bang with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and we're pairing that along with Bell's Flamingo Fruit Fight. So let's get that beer cracked open and dive into the end of summer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Here goes Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, no. Where did I place my... Gotta dig for my uh, bottle opener. It is not in the same place as normal. I always know where the Infinity Gauntlet is. Yeah. I don't actually use the authenticator very much anymore, so it's a little bit uh, harder for me to track down. Well, I can tell you from pouring this, it is extremely extremely light. I mean, it looks, I mean, like an ultra. I mean, it's light looking, <laughs> which it is a, it's a, what, a Goza? It's a sour? So this is, yeah, this is a Goza style ale, I believe. It is. And it is brewed with lemon, lime, yeah, sea salt, and coriander. So I actually did say, you gave me three. I saved one of them for Brandy and told her to go, she can go grab it out of the fridge right now. Dude, I actually did the same thing. I brought three in here and I went, man, I'm better than that. I'll, I'll leave one for Bailey. So I took one back Good to man. the fridge. I know. There you go. I know. Cause as soon as oh, I saw what, what's all in this, I'm like, oh, Brandy's going to love this lemon, lime, sea salt and coriander. This is her and it's a ghost style. So it's a sour. I mean, this has got to be right up her alley too. Yeah. I mean, definitely her. And for Bailey, I just think like, dude, she loves trying new stuff. So I think if I didn't say it before, she's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Right. Cause she does like experimenting kind of like I do. So no, yeah. I saved her one. Nice. Well, so I would like to say a few things. Uh, you know, normally we don't dive in too much to the to the beer unless it's like a special occasion, which is, this is the summer cap. This is kind of an into summery type brew. So what I kind of understand from reading the website, which I already can tell you this, one of the best beer wet like brewery websites, this Bell's out of like Michigan, they have a whole timeline photographed of when they introduced each beer style, new brewery put in different lines. I mean, this guy Larry for Bell's was I don't know, they did a good job with the website but what i kind of gathered is they have four more variations of this coming out soon for like yeah mm. they have a pomegranate one coming out i think for like the winter time like they have all kinds of different versions of this bells this the flamingo one really so, and they also i don't think this is the first time they've had it it didn't make it sound like a seasonal it made it sound like an occasional like they've had they brought it out before maybe it didn't do as well as they thought it would mm-hmm. and now they've kind of tried it again but yeah they have four more variations of this flamingo fruit fight coming out i was gonna say so as i'm kind of taking a drink of it i can see why it may not have been as popular coming out uh before it's really light um there's not a whole lot of flavor to it you know sour is the main component not right. flavor it's just yeah. like a sour yeah just a little bit it, and it's not even that sour it's just no it's it's kind of like a lighter beer but it's yeah. a lighter sour beer yeah but you don't get so it said what lemon lime and what coriander and sea salt or something you really barely just get the the lemon i mean no yeah. the lime i mean just barely just barely lime wrong. yeah seems pretty easy to drink though yeah definitely I feel like i say that about every beer that we open <laughs> dude what better way to end summer than flamingos fruit fighting you know what i'm saying like i think that was perfect yeah definitely all righty well so let's get into this massive big game that you're going to be annoyed with me about because you, because <laughs> there's so much to it. It is an epic game. I mean, the, the name Odyssey does describe this game perfectly Yeah, <laughs> for what it is. It, Dude. I mean, it is an Odyssey. You go on an Odyssey. It's, it's huge. It's massive. And I can't imagine 
There are two uh, DLC packs for this game. I, I couldn't even imagine getting into that. Yeah, it just dude. seems like there's so much. And I can tell you now, I, I'm probably a lot farther along in the game than you are. And I don't think that you realize how much bigger this game gets. I think I think I do. Or at least I, I have a better idea than you think. I have made it off the first island, by the way. Okay. But before we get into that, yeah, you're not wrong. This is the game I needed for like one of my first big breakups. <laughs> I needed I needed this game to get lost in. Oh, dude, it's an epic and it's the mythology style with like yeah. ancient history. Oh my gosh, dude. This couldn't have been I needed this. Like I need more time, uh, definitely, yeah, but I need definitely. this game. Yeah. This is a game that you're going to get lost in. This is a game that you will I, I mean, the storyline is perfect and it doesn't matter. Well, okay. So I I only say this. So when you first start, you get to pick your your character. Um you get a choice of which uh two characters you want to choose from. There's a male and a female character. I chose to go with Cassandra. And from her perspective, this game just flows perfectly. It is like everything around the story is absolutely bananas spot on perfect. Okay. So, and I'm going to explain it later because we like give, we like spoiler, you know, this game came out in 2018. So it's actually said October, I think 5th. Of 2018, but then it said, I found another spot that said the actual initial release date was September 30th Yes, of 2018. So it's yes. kind of weird. I saw two dates on that, but regardless, so it's been out for a while. So I do apologize now for some spoilers, but I, I have to spoil one of the big clinching storylines that comes out early because I like had to tell Bailey. I was like, this story is fucking bananas. Like, yeah. what? Exactly. Dude, I was like, oh my gosh. So we're going to get into that for sure. But go ahead. So you start off and you picked Cassandra instead of Alexios, right? Alexio, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you you picked Alexios, uh, yes. which is, okay, so they're brother and sister. And depending on which one you pick, I mean, it changes the story, I think, not not an incredible amount. So in my storyline, um, Cassandra is the older sibling to Alexios. And flip that if you pick Alexios. Correct. Yeah, that's what I would assume it happens in the story is if you pick, pick Alexios, he's the older brother to Cassandra. So keep in mind, it, we are going to spoil probably about the first maybe 10, 12 hours of gameplay to this. But this is a huge game. 10, 12 hours of gameplay is nothing in oh, this I could world. Easily, I could easily see someone dumping 200 hours in this game. That would be very <laughs> easy to see. Yeah. <laughs> so so this is, and I'll try to give a little bit of plot background. So like this is our setting. You're, it's 431 BC. So like before current era or whatever. So it's like the Spartan. I mean, the opening battle, you you kind of like your first tutorial into combat is what the 300 style the battle, 300. like the Hell's yeah. Kitchen thing. The uh, It's Leonidas. You are yes. Leonidas. Yeah. Yes. You're ki- yep. You're King Leonidas. So, and that's your entry point to the battle. And so it, I got to say this, I have to get this off my chest. So I never played the prior or pre Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. And that was probably a good thing because this is nothing like any of the other uh, Assassin's Creed. So I have played some of the other Assassin's Creed's. This is a complete departure to my experience as an Assassin's Creed player before. I was not super deep into the games before because they played very much different than this. This game is a complete change of pace to what Assassin's Creed has been, to my knowledge. At least it is for me, for my experience. My last game, uh, Assassin's Creed play, uh, game that I played was uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I played that one and I thought their addition of the ship concept in that game was pretty cool and I really liked that part of it. But it was st- 
still there was still a whole lot of this is just a stealth uh like um the it's the like free, the rogue walking yeah uh, it's like yeah. the rogue uh sneaky it's like splinter cell deus ex like a lot of those stealth type games and which, that's all that was you know back dude then. that's kind of why i never got into them i never they never looked that appealing to me because i didn't want this like mission permission figure out how you can be stealthy and and solve it i eh, you know it didn't ever grab me when i when i got into this one i didn't real. i i mean if all the other ones are like this, then I've really been missing out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They definitely aren't quite like this. Um, there are elements that are like this as far as, you know, you can do stealth. So don't don't get it twisted. Like there stealth is a big component of this game, but it is not the only component of this game. Whereas in prior Assassin's Creed, to my knowledge, it was like the main component of the game. You basically, if you weren't being stealthy, you lost the game pretty quickly. There wasn't a whole lot of combat mechanics that you could do to get out of it you could fight a bit um but it was just it was a lot harder to do this one puts a lot more control and a lot more focus into the combat mechanics in dodging and parrying um your you know your your foes as you as you go through combat so it balances out a little bit more and then it also backs that up with being able to upgrade your talents and your um gear so you can even make it more customized so if you want to go a solely assassin style play you can or if you want to back it up and be just a you know complete brute you kind of can do that as well as long as you have the the combat mechanics down pat that's about to say you do you can't just hack and slash your way through because especially if there's a level difference yeah you know so on that first island the storyline is pretty much this well at least mine and like i said there might be a few variances but so you have marcos that kind of you can tell he saved you when you were down and out but he's kind of become to where he relies on you to fix all of his mess ups you know yeah like you can tell he's a squirrely uh and i go back to this like with game of thrones like little finger kind of diabolical manipulating person who's always kind of like a car salesman almost like you know what i mean he's trying to find the next scam to get something but he's a bit more of a hapless you know he's not yeah, he's, not as right okay yeah not as dark or whatever you're right about that not as twisted yeah definitely yeah more of like the the lush version you know yeah lazy trying to sell some cars if i can sell them with the tires you know from another vehicle i'm gonna do it kind of thing you know like definitely scam artist for sure yeah but so you start off and he's kind of helped you out and you pretty much are trying to get you and him out of trouble because he's kind of uses you as his muscle right you know? and so you end up with this bounty on your head and an assassin's traveling around kefalonia which is the island you're on looking for you and you can easily run into this guy it marks him on your map and he's kind of wandering around for you i thought i know how to battle i <laughs> I can do this. I took him on at level three and I believe he was at level five. And because this is an action RPG game, so you do level up, you do get to, um, you know, your stats go up, you can equip better gear, you know, so on and so forth. And it took me, I bet, 15 attempts to kill him at level three with this <laughs> yeah. two level difference. I mean, he would just mop the floor with me if I wasn't careful. Yeah. So even at level five, so even level with him until you get the combat mechanics down pat, it is still a bit of a, it, it can be a bit of a challenge. 
range. So in all of my stuff, I never focused on the warrior uh, side of it. I really focused on a lot more of the assassin and the hunter aspects of it. I really didn't focus on the warrior role of it. So I was probably uh, a little bit lacking when it came to fighting and a lot of that. And, and that was pretty early on. So you maybe had, what, five points to put into it. So my early five points were, I think, um, like a one hunter talent and then a couple of assassination talents, you know, just so I could uh, pick off people a little bit easier as I was trying to sneak around places just because I knew how Assassin's Creed games tended to play. But yeah, even at level five, when I, I finally let him catch up to me, it, it was still one of those things where it was a bit trickier to, you know, I had to make sure that I worked my way around him and didn't let him come at me. Yeah. You, so you couldn't take him on head to head. I mean, I had to make sure that I was playing the mechanics correctly. Like I was parrying everything, dodging everything. I couldn't yeah. just sit there and just bash my face into him. <laughs> no. you know? Dude, at level three, he pretty much, if I let him get a couple seconds of direct contact on me, I was dead. Yeah. And it, yeah. so I just literally, and I'm just so stubborn, man, that I'm so stubborn. I was like, no, I know I got him like the first time I battled him. I didn't even try to archer him from like a, a distance. I didn't even try to shoot him with a bow. I just like went straight in. I got the, because he, he spots you if you get kind of close. And I just yeah. kind of accepted the combat. Uh, and I was like, no, nah, I got this. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have anything but an ass whooping. And, right. But I did keep going. And, you know, so you, like you said, the battle mechanic. So, yeah, you, you, it's not a, um, oh, it's not a soft game on that. Like, so if you do decide you're not going to go solid with the assassination side, which I do like that. I mean, I don't hate it. I still snuck, you know, you still sneak around like for the different missions and stuff. But yeah, no, the combat's got some, I mean, you got to pay attention to what you're doing. You're not wrong. Right. Yeah. So I, I'd like to go the assassination route just because a lot of the things as you get further along in the game do require you to sneak into heavily guarded areas where it wasn't about just facing one foe at a time. You're, if you go into an area, you're going to get spotted and then you're going to have, you know, like four or five different uh, enemies attacking you. And at that point, it's not, it doesn't matter how well you're going to play. You're just going to get bum rushed and it's going to be over. So it was easier or it was better to take some of those assassination abilities then because then you could um, guarantee a, an assassination from the bushes and then hide the body and pick people off one at a time and work your way around the uh, encampment or the base or whatever you needed, to, the fort, whatever you needed to uh, attack at that point. And uh some of those later concepts I, I'm sure we'll get into because th this is truly a different game than anything I've ever experienced from the Assassin's Creed world. But uh, yeah, like some of those later concepts that you not, you know you have to get into for those forts, it was really useful to have the assassination talents uh, built up there. Uh, that wasn't to say that I didn't spend some some points into the warrior class because like I did go up and down like the middle column where I think you have keep your weapons and your armor clean, so it gives you like thirty percent damage improvement for the warrior spec and then 30% uh, armor improvement for the, uh, you know, for your armor improvement. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I did spend some points there just to make sure that I had extra armor and extra damage for when I did go into combat. So we, we talk about this being, this is the summer cap episode, right? Like, so this is the end of summer for us. And that's why I'm going to say this real quick. So the whole reason I didn't get more time on this game, because I did, I tried to get as much as I could because I was like dying to play this game. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. This game was intense 
And at first I just thought graphics, gameplay, all those things were hitting me when that, and we've talked about this because I'm a story junkie, when that, you know what I'm talking about, we'll get it, I don't want to spoil it yet, go and wait, you're going to have to wait, people that are listening, you're going to have to just hold up, but there's that one clincher on the flashback when you finally get on the boat to leave the island and you're like, that's the opening tutorial I've been playing for six hours. (laughs) Then you have that flashback and it shows what happened and why you're not in Sparta because you do have a early on, like you do see a, a child childhood memory of you with your dad and your sibling and your mom and you're in Sparta. Sparta. He's a Spartan training you. Right. Which I'm, I'm sure he was training. He was training me for sure. Yeah. Same thing. And so, I mean, the whole time you're kind of curious, why is this Alexius dude not, which for you would be Cassandra or whatever. I was like, why am I not in Spartan garb ready to, what happened? You know, because right. you just have that one early childhood flashback and then you get on the boat. It does the zoom out, does like the tutorial thing from this Ubisoft company or whatever. And you're like, what? This is the beginning of the game? What? And it, then you go back to the boat and you have a, you talk to the dude that you're on the boat with, you know, that helped you get off the island and kind of helped get a crew and then you have this flashback because you've been accepted this quest or whatever to get off the like where the whole reason you're trying to get off the island is to go do this quest and we'll get into that you have this flashback dude oh my god so it, was, it went graphics were awesome which i wanted to talk to you about because you always text me and you know if it's good or bad or like oh it's a slugfest or whatever whatever it is i get yeah. text the text the only text i got for you about this game was god damn you sir why do you do this to me <laughs> and so i knew i picked a good game or a game you were going to be a little pissy about because we also didn't talk about this and for everybody listening if you've purchased this game i think we probably paid more than you did for it (laughs) (laughs) like why was this game 60 dollars still i don't understand this game came out in 2018 and it is still 60 dollars and it is i mean it's still worth 60 dollars it i agree so i've got it on my machine which you know i'm pretty capable of running a lot of stuff on here and i I ran it at 1440p at you know comfortably like 74 75 frames per second on my were you impressed with the graphics because i was and it looked absolutely beautiful everything was jacked up all the way to the highest settings i ran it in hdr so i had everything going and it was stunning I mean, it still looked great. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't imagine what more uh, I could ask for it to do uh, for for right. a game from 2018. To be honest, right? So that's what I was saying. So like, it was you know, it was the everything about it from you know, I do have a love for mythology. I always have anything from like Norse all the way to like you know uh, what Mesopotamia, like Gilgamesh. I love that stuff. You get into like the Ulysses, like the the Odyssey. You get into all this stuff and the Spartan whole. Con- I mean, dude, everything about it loved it. So that had me sold. Is what I was saying. And then the graphics were like super good. And I was like, which we demoed this both. We both put it on PC. Right. I saw it's it's on Xbox, PlayStation. It's even on Switch, which I don't even know how that would work. I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I want to play it on Switch. I kind of like it, how good it looks on the PC. You know what I'm saying? But so all that stuff. Welcome and then the, the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the right side. And then they drop this storyline that just grabs you and you go, oh, I mean, I stood up. This reminds me of like a Game of Thrones moment, you know, like this it's big huge. drop of story, like the Red Wedding, whatever, where you just go, what? I, oh, dude, it grabbed me instantly. I was like, I got to tell people about this. I mean, I... Uh, it's a it's a tough one to actually spoil because no, it is to. one of those things I really do want people to go and experience for themselves. Like that moment, seeing what happens there, it is one of those things I I can't imagine not having that. Like I. 
that <laughs> you was, want to take that away from people? Yeah, I, I really don't want to take that away from people, <laughs> but I do want to like tell people about it because it was huge. Bananas, dude. Freaking crazy. Such good writing. Story that was a good that's a good twist to this story for sure. And everything about that in the scene, like how they got the models to portray the level of emotion in that scene mm-hmm. was nuts. It was just crippling. <laughs> dude. <laughs> he drops to his knees and <laughs> it's oh my goodness, man. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. It really was. And so, you know, we um we brought up the Ubisoft thing, which pops up when you after six hours of gameplay, you realize you've just been doing a tutorial this whole time, which <laughs> was pretty wild in itself, you know. That that was like their introduction to this game, which I knew I did kind of have. There was some foreshadowing. You get a quest when I killed that um, assassin. It popped up a, and I already knew I was kind of leveling up slowly, mm-hmm. but it popped up at a level twenty five quest, and I was at level three for yeah. this like arena deal. So I knew yep. then I was like, okay, there's a lot still going on. And then way before you get off the island, you get the, a quest that brings up a level fifty marker for it. So you just go, holy, but like there is so much to this game. Clearly, <laughs> right. like you know, so I knew I did know. No, but I didn't know they were going to do the cheesy, like, slap it in your face. Oh, yeah, all that stuff you just spent hours on and enjoying this amazing storyline. Yeah, that was just our introduction, so you knew what you were doing. What? Yeah, yeah it was like, literally, welcome to the rest of the world. And yeah. it's literally the rest of the the Greek world is uh, then presented to you. You know, and clearly, we don't know how people actually talked back then and stuff. Like, we don't know the, the mannerisms and, like, all that. Not not entirely. You know, there's ancient texts and stuff. But for whatever reason, they're doing something. Something that makes me think it's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean? Dude, all the interactions, the, you know, the conviction with talking about the gods and stuff, all of it, dude, it sold me instantly. Yeah. So the voice acting that I had for Cassandra was just above and beyond what you would hope for in, in voice acting. It, like her voice actor was, was great. That's how I felt about Alexios. That's awesome. It, it brought you into the world. Like, so some other things about this game is like, they have like an entire store. So, you know, Ubisoft tried to capitalize on this game a little bit and they introduced a store where you could go in and pay for um, additional co- cosmetic and even non-cosmetic items. Like you could buy additional armor and stuff to help you in the game. So it was almost a pay to win scenario in some of it. You didn't have to do that by any means. You got plenty of gear. I didn't feel like that was even necessary. But since I have played Assassin's Creed on PC um, before, uh, I was already a part of the uh, Ubisoft club. Um, so I got some free cosmetic stuff and I actually got some free legendary gear at like level one when yeah, I first I started. Yeah, I did too. I did oh, too. I did? Was cool. What, yeah. Nice. I don't know what that so, was about. It's, it looks cool and it had pretty good stats. Yeah, it did. Um, so it's just part of being, I guess, the uh, for signing up for the Ubisoft Club whenever you create your account. I guess it just gives it to everybody. But one of the things that you got in there was like a um, a skin for your your mount that you get. So you get a Mount Phobos. Um, it's your horse, and you you can change its skin. And I, and I got a couple different mounts. Uh, one of them I really like. Um, and then one of them I got was like a um, a legendary like black with purple wings thing. Uh, oh, I didn't get that. It was like a unicorn with purple wings. Where the black. hell did you get? that at i don't know it was like one of the things that was free in there and so i i grabbed it and i tried it out for a second but the one thing that happened when i tried that out is it took me out of the game like i couldn't use it i'm like oh no this that's too distracting like that that draws me out of the game that's no longer that's no longer fun like so i had to i had to downgrade back to one of the actual just horse skins because because it was too unrealistic or what yeah it was just too unrealistic the rest of the game was so realistic and so immersive to have this one aspect of the game that was so far-fetched and so fantastic yeah it was just i couldn't get along with it you know 
Um, but, but it was cool that it was there and that it was free. It was just like some random, like free thing that they gave out. So, I mean, it was cool. It was just something to get you into the store, I think, and a place for you to spend some real money. But well, as a summer cap episode, and I, I got off on a tangent cause this game's awesome. Uh, <laughs> the reason I didn't get more time is we were doing like into the summer pool party stuff half the time. Every yeah. time I got a free weekend night, I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. I want to go play some water volleyball at the father-in-law's, but I was like, I gotta need to play this game. <laughs> Like that's how that's how good this game was. Even though I love going over there, you know, having a good time. This kind of was in the back of my mind a few times. For sure. Like once I started it, so I missed an entire week because I was on vacation and uh didn't have the the monster, you know, it's not a portable thing. So <laughs> But uh, yeah, once I got back and got into it, it was, I mean, it was literally as soon as I got into it, it was that thing I texted you and I knew this is a game. How do you put a game like this down? How do you stop playing a game this good um, until you've gone through it? It it just. What I think is crazy about about it is I've got such mixed reviews from people I've talked to that have played because so so some of the guys I work with have played um, through the Assassin's Creed line. And this is like, I think one of them said this was like one of their least favorite of the games. And so I think you just get fixated on like what the, the the game company did like through all the different ones. And so maybe they don't like the RPG element. I don't know. I, I'm isolated into this one where you said you kind of played, what was it? Uh, Black Sails or... Black Flag, yeah. Yeah, Black Flag. So, you know, if isolated to this is the only one I've ever tried. Uh, I, I don't want to be disappointed if I try the ones and they're not like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? This game was insanely good to me pretty early on. It was a definite change of pace. So I don't know what you would think about earlier ones. I know that when I played, so my brother had me try, I think it was like the first three. He gave them all to me on Xbox when they first came out or something like that, or not when they first came out, but like he was upset that I didn't try them when they first came out. And so he gave them to me all at one point to give them a try. And I tried them. The first one, I don't think you got a horse and it was just like literally running around on a giant map on foot. And I just couldn't, I I couldn't like. <laughs> I couldn't play that game. And I, I just, I don't know. I kind of gave up on the series after that, but I knew it was, it was a huge, it's a huge franchise with a lot of followers. And so I, I've always kind of kept my eye on it. And, you know, like I said, my brother's actually a really big fan of the franchise as well. Yeah, so I've always kind of, huh? I said, I know a few people that are, you know, that have just nothing but Assassin's Creed fans. And I've all, and I, it's kind of weird. It's one of those things in the background. I just never tried. Right. I mean, I, I know so many people that are huge fans of this game. And so, like I said, I, I did give Black Flag. A, a chance because it looked like a, a cooler concept of the game. And I did end up petering out on that game. I can't remember. It wasn't very long into it. I don't want to say I made it very far before I fell into that same, this is just too much of the exact same quest over and over and over again. Be stealthy, get into the same mission or get into this place, kill somebody or steal something and get out. And it's literally the exact same quest over and over and over again with just a little bit of a different setting. You know, we didn't even talk about how this game opens up, which is kind of a bonker storyline anyway. It's a very, really the pre-setting to the storyline like what you're playing is this kind of sci-fi situation, which again... I'm dumb to the other ones. Like so, what the two the two scientist ladies find the fingerprints on the spearhead or whatever. This is all pu- of them. It punches it into the computer. You pick your character, which I do believe I read. This is the first one you get to pick male or female. Oh it, yeah, it might be. I say um, don't quote me on that, but I think that's what I saw. Yeah, the other ones you are given a character, or at least I know Black Flag. You're given a character. You have one to ch- to play. That's it. So this might be the first one where they actually give you an option. I think so, which is super cool. Yes, I I did like that a lot. Um, the fact that you get to choose and. 
the fact that they made the gameplay and the storylines work with whatever your character choice was, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like work with the dynamic of two characters. So whether it, you, you're getting the same story, but like in a different way with, by picking different, you know, it's, yes. it's kind of twisted, but it's cool for sure. Yeah. And by the way, I'm already on the second. Uh, I was about ready to open mine. Yeah. Infinity Gauntlet already cracked into that second. <laughs> nice. It's not my favorite sour that we've had. It's not mine either. It's not but a terrible it's, one. It's just. No, it's not terrible, especially just bottled, you know, like not out of a, a draft line or anything like that. Just to grab a yeah. six pack of these, you can definitely, to end the summer on these is not a bad deal. I could have took these to that pool party and been super smitten with these. Yeah. But it is lacking a little bit of something, a little bit extra flavor, I think. I, I think it's the flavor. I really do. I think the lemon lime is just too subtle. I don't think it, it pops enough. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you there. But generally, it's not a terrible beer. I mean, it's not terrible to drink. I mean, I could see drinking a couple more of these, you know? Oh, yeah. Like I said, I they, honestly, because they go down so easy, they might even be a dangerous situation. Because when you're, dude, when you're sweating your ass off outside working or whatever, or if you're playing water volleyball and you're getting kind of physical, I might just drink these like water. That could, that could be dangerous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I like this. I didn't read the back of the bottle. I just read this now. Our flamingos have some unfinished business in this matchup. They're lobbing lemons and limes, resulting in our kettle a sour ale that's bright, tart, and refreshing. See, that's what I'm saying. I think there's. Uh, let me see if I can find this. Okay, I did. So I'll, I'll, we'll just tap out of the game for just a second. Let me let me read this. Bell's flamingo fruit fight returns. First of five variations for 2021. So this is going to come out. There's going to be some more. We got ahead of this. All right. We did, we did good. We got more coming. And so... Uh, this is how this opens up on their website. Two flamingos walk into a bar. Our latest specialty release is one of the things that happened next. Originally released under the Larry's latest branding, a nod to the spirit of innovation and experimentation that started in 1985, which they're referring to Larry started in 1985. He brewed his first beer in a, like a 15-gallon soup pot or something. Huh. So yeah. it's like kettle, kettle sour ale, huh? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So, Bell's Flamingo Fruit Fight, 5% alcohol is back for another round. Tart and refreshing, especially really started shipping last week. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, let me find where it gets interesting. Okay, so the fruit fight is brewed with passion fruit and zest. Those ingredients are the real stars of the beer, working in synergist way to drive tropical and citrus aromas and flavors. Flamingo Fruit Fight was built up quite a following. We've done some experimentation on smaller scale with our general store exclusion. I'll just get down to the new ones. Coming up in 2020, we have our additional variations on the original Flamingo Fruit Fight planned. May is the lip, so we got the lemon lime Flamingo Fruit Fight. Tequila barrel aged Flamingo Fruit Fight. <laughs> All right. That says the that says in quotations the original Fruit Fight with a hint of tequila from barrel age for a refreshing summer cocktail like beer maybe travis scott should have got a hold of this one <laughs> yeah, i'm just saying like the tequila thing maybe this would be a better choice we won't go into that whole lot. <laughs> uh sorry travis scott august uh raspberry flamingo fruit fight which that sounds good yeah. and then here's the october when i was talking about october they have planned a pomegranate flamingo fruit fight huh i could see pomegranate being pretty good too yeah not quite fitting the halloween theme though no no but no. if we you know we want to be messing with that anyway it'd be like the christmas theme for us for sure <laughs> <laughs> just keep on recording so <laughs> anyway yeah so they do have that's what i was talking about earlier they do have the other ones planned and i'm right. actually anxious to try those this is good enough i will definitely try those other ones if i get a hold of them yeah i could see that for sure i like that it starts off two flamingos walk into a bar <laughs> nice <laughs> nice uh yeah so back to assassin's creed we can tap back into the game which man, if people haven't noticed already we like this game a lot yeah uh i mean it is um i mean it's comparable to like a big witcher series you know uh any of those 
obviously a little bit different mechanics in the game, but so it offers so much as a game. I mean, from the graphics to the storyline, you can tell they put a lot of hours into this. Um, <laughs> yeah. In so many ways. And I think there's a creative story side you can get where you can kind of create your own stuff is what I was seeing. Is that, does that sound right? Yeah. And I, don't so, even know, I don't know how that works at all. I don't know either. I didn't play with that too much. I didn't even actually interact with those, but you can see them on your map if you enable it. So what I can, from what I can tell, it enables people to create stories of their own around the lore that is uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So um, as you're going along, you would see some uh, different colored quests pop up. I think they're blue on your story map. So they would pop up on your, your map and there'd just be options to go and pick up like any other quests. So you have white quests that are come that pop up that are not related to your storyline. And you'd have like a, a yellow that are actually Odyssey related quests. And then you'd have blue ones that are just kind of weird and out there. Um, those ones are the ones that are user created stories, I think. And you can go click on those and then they have a little bit different text. And, and I didn't actually interact with them to see how or what they would do to the, to the storyline, but I don't think they actually changed anything about the story play. Uh, but they would, um, just kind of, you know, they were somebody else's idea that enhanced the game or maybe had absolutely nothing to do with the game. They were just somebody else's idea. So as I was kind of going through the list in my head of, you know, our normal, uh, you know, different categories we go through, you know, so the music, you know, music and sound effects isn't something we really talked about yet. I do like the background noise. It's, it's easy to listen to kind of puts you in the zone, yeah. um, makes you feel like you're in the environment. You said immersive earlier. The music helps that. I think the background noise for sure. And definitely all the voiceover characters and stuff definitely helps. Help with that um and the game type we didn't say it or if you didn't catch this already action rpg yeah but we brought up the whole like mythology mythos thing so everybody thinks you're like a descendant or a chosen one on some level because you have this hawk uh or eagle or whatever eagle, I think it's yeah. a hawk yeah eagle hawk something that you can tap into to spot things from above right um with your character and that is you know that's a little bit obviously far-fetched but you used him as kind of your scout right did you get good control over him because oh yeah okay i loved it i it didn't was, mind it but i don't know what the hell i was doing with them half the time oh really so that was well, one of my I'd, favorite things to do was to go around and scout around out areas oh i flew around with them a bunch but there's like that what is that a statue or something on that kefalonia kefalonia that first island there's like a big statue or something I, it looked like there was something up there and i never did get a grasp on that oh, oh i did like the so, mechanics for climbing by the way yeah you know your character pretty easily grabs onto stuff and climbs up things which helps so that there's actually a change of pace from uh my experience with like black flag so like when black in black flag uh the character couldn't just like free scale walls and stuff like that uh they had actually only limited structures they could actually climb oh yeah it was um a lot more limited than this like you couldn't just scale a mountain <laughs> whereas yes. Your character in this can just yeah. climb right up a mountain. If right, she, there's they no, want to. no boundary. You can't go past. I mean, you could climb up anything. Right. So like Alex, Alex Honnell, eat your heart out. This is, these characters are coming for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, yeah, there's basically free solo climbers going at it here. Uh so yeah, there is a statue on uh, Kefalonia of Zeus. Uh, it's actually a quest line that comes up later in the game that you get when you go to um, the next place that you're going. I forget. It starts with an M. I can't remember the exact Where name of it Where you're kind of recruiting some people or something. Is that? No, it's the place you go for the next part of the quest. Uh, it's after you leave Kefalonia. 
it's like next- Minigan or what is that? I know what you're talking about. I remember it popping up. Well, so outside of there, there's a um, so there's a blind Persian that's out there um, that you have to go around the various. There's I think ten different wonders in the Greek world he wants to be able to see, but he's blind, and so he needs somebody to travel around Greece and come back to him and tell him about the wonders of Greece. And, you know, you go out and do that. The Zeus statue in Kefalonia is one of the easiest ones to go do, and actually went and did that. So if you go to the top of Zeus, that's actually one of the points to go do. Gotcha. And I, I can't remember, that might actually be a synchronization point up there. It, it looks like a little eagle on your map, and those synchronization points actually help Icaros, your eagle, with his vision. Okay. Yeah, so it like enhances his vision. The more of those synchronization points, those act as two different things. So like you get a fast travel point, which helps you to kind of zip around the map a little bit easier, because it is a large map. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing it does is it helps uh, Icarus be able to detect enemies and uh, treasure chests and whatever you're looking for around the map. So as you're kind of guiding them around, you can um, stop him in mid-flight and just kind of search an area and be able to pick out whatever you're looking for. Um, so I would use that a lot of times when I'm like scouting out a fort before I go into a fort, um, throw Icarus up uh, above the fort, have him fly, fly over it, and then stop him right above the top. And then just kind of look over the top of it and scout out to see how many different soldiers are there? How many different treasure chests are there that I need to find? If there's uh, ancient tablets or any artifacts I need to be able to uh, go pick up, you know, that are there. Or if there's, um, so uh, later in the game, you get exposed to um, conquests uh, of different regions. Athens and uh, Sparta are at war, are at war, and so you have to you get a flip which one has more control over different areas. And one of the ways you do that is you take out different points of interest and those will generally be within forts or something like that. And uh, sometimes you're taking out war supplies or you'll find um, treasury chests or uh, even uh, you can go take out a leader. You can use Icarus to go find all of those things. So just you talking about that made me think about like the optimization behind this game. Obviously it's an RPG, lots of optimization Uh, and the value, you know, so when we first talked about that, we, I think we both were kind of annoyed. It was like 60 bucks. Yeah. I don't, feel that way now no not at all no it's a 60 dollars game when we first bought it i was like man why am i paying 60 dollars for this this seems like a bit much right and if it's and i don't feel that way with a new game but from the 2018 yeah, the people that wait wait so it'll be cheaper you right. know what i mean right. like i'll right. get that game later when it gets cheaper this game never got cheaper <laughs> not that that was the mindset behind this one you know I, and it's a very terrible segue or shoe in or tie-in to like why but it was uh the olympics started in greece from my understanding yeah. Uh, you know, which it was actually outlawed at one point. I, I won't get into the history behind that. I'm a huge Dan Carlin fan, and that's where I get most of my history information. But I won't get into that. But I was thinking, you know, the Olympics into summer, summer Olympics are getting over with. The, I wanted a big game for this awesome summer cap episode. And I think, I don't think you were 100% sold on it, but now I think you are. I'm sold on the game. <laughs> I mean, the reasoning behind it. The selection. It was a bit of a right. reach. It was a bit you, of a you're reach. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But it was this or that. What was that random game we found that were the Olympics? <laughs> Yeah. I'm really glad we didn't go with that one. Me too. It was between this and a $25 like Olympics game. That I think that game was 40. I don't know, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been this good. It would have been worth about 40 cents. I could just tell by looking at it. This, I'm glad we did not go with that, but I get what you're saying. Yes. I know it was a big reach, but I do, I did flip. I think the value was absolutely worth $60. I'm sure. And I'm sure it will go lower at some point, maybe 10 years down the road when it's like caught up to its time. I don't know, but (laughs) 
it is worth $60. I will say that. And luck versus tactic, uh, 100% tactic. There's not a lot of luck to add, I feel like, in this game. Everything Maybe luck with the gear that you would get on drops and stuff, but that's about it. Now, we didn't really, you know, we talked about the stealth part of this. So, me being new to Assassin's Creed style games, I don't know how the other ones worked. I do know I've seen some other games like this, like I said earlier, like, you know, Deus Ex, Splinter Cell kind of stuff. Uh, What's the old one? Like Metal Gear Solid, like the original stealth kind of game. Yeah. You know, those are what I was kind of thinking of how these games were. But I did crouch a lot in bushes and whistle and then assassinate the crap out of people that would come checking out who was in the bushes. You got the game. (laughs) I mean, that's Assassin's Creed in in a nutshell. I mean, it's hide in a bush and and whistle at somebody until they come (laughs) search and... And then, you know, murder them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then just stab the shit out of them and steal their stuff. That's one of the yeah. talents I did grab for assassination was there with the auto loot when you assassinate somebody. Yep. Yeah, me too. I definitely grabbed that. Yeah. That's one of the best ones to have. The other one I took was like a critical assassination as well to to be able to snuff out like the bigger, uh, bigger bads inside of a, uh, a fort or something like that. So like you yep. would have like lieutenants or, or, or pole, yep. pole marks. Because those people, you try to assassinate them, they don't die. Nope. It's combat time. <laughs> oh Yeah. So I get the critical assassination on him. Yeah. I think I actually grabbed that too, but that was one of the last things I grabbed. I actually grabbed early on the, um, I didn't go cliche. I did not grab the Sparta kick where it does a little video, shows you what the ability does. And it shows you just dry. It shows you that Sparta kick. Dude, he goes 60 feet off the cliff. I did, but here's the reason why. So that Sparta kick is actually super useful. The reason why is you do a a fair amount of uh, ship battles. Now that is very helpful in the ship battles. When you've got like two of the lieutenants on the ship and you I can just walk up to them that. and boot them off the boat and that's and the die. fight's over. Dude, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. I grabbed that little sword charge thing. Um, Not the one you charge yeah. up and walk up to them, but the one where you dash forward. Right. I grabbed that one. That was like the first ability I grabbed. And I run that Naga mouse still and dude, I just set everything up on the buttons on the side. It made it so much easier. I did it both ways. I did it both ways. Um, I, I started off with uh, the non Naga mouse um, and. Uh, was just pushing the key, the, you know, one, two, three, four on my keyboard. And uh, it was like, mm, I, this would be probably a little bit easier on the Naga. So I switched over to the Naga in the end. Yeah. I can't believe the wake up call I had playing World of Warcraft for five years or four years before I got something like this. Do you remember that? <laughs> yep. And then I got that and I was like, where have I? Well, I've been living under a rock. Like, I should have had that years ago. Still holding out, too. I think that mouse, I think the mouse I have is surprising. I, I think you and I are like one of the few people that actually have old school Nagas that still are in existence. They, they, everybody I know have ever heard of those things died. Dude, I, yeah, because if you think about it, I've had that, what, eight or nine years now. Yeah, I mean. That's I, crazy. I, I didn't realize that. I've got not, one, like, uh, not the first gens, but I think mine's blue. It, and so it's one of the old school ones. I think it's like B2, but it's Yeah, you're the one that convinced me to old. get mine. And yeah. not trying to, you know, we're not sponsored, guys. So, like, not, not trying to do, like, a, a sponsored shout out to the Naga Razor stuff, but I do like it. It works really good. Yeah. I mean, especially for being nine years old. But anyway, enough of that nonsense. Um, repeatability. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that this game is so big i don't know that there's repeatability in the idea of um playing it through again i think it's just too much (laughs) right that's what i was about to say but repeatability in the sense that you might get bored or stop playing because of its vastness or you get busy with life and then come back later i think absolutely yeah i think i think absolutely you know i mean i i could see you beating the game and then coming back to decide that you're going to get a dlc because like i said there are two dlcs to go along with this yeah if you ever want to drop another like 40 bucks to go on top of the 60 you already spent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's one way to look at that. So you drop a hundred bucks, you'll probably have something to play for the next two or three years. No joke. 
I mean, sure. really, it's it's definitely a big game. Um, and I think so. I finished that second beer, and I think it's time everybody that's listening kind of waited for this. I'm going to try to roll this out. This probably isn't going to go as fluid as I'd like. Oh, and I do have something because we always forget it. We did not say this, and I think it's probably super late to do it. But anyway, hey, make sure you guys follow us on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> or the monologues on Instagram. Like, rate, review. Uh, that's kind of your line, but I'm going to take it because this is like an hour in or whatever. Um, guys, just anything you can subscribe comment help uh, we have a poll going on right now actually uh, it might be getting wrapped up about now pretty close for a Halloween episode that we have and it has a if you get on you'll see there's a you can find the post there's three games we are rolling out for our last episode to be released on Halloween guys get on there vote whatever you can we always appreciate getting some feedback I think there's the one the game I want to win is not winning currently it's it's uh, it's in second place but I'll say oh, come on like, no no spoilers we don't want to give away which ones we want to win uh, Ah, that's true. That ain't fair, is it? Okay. Well, fair. anyway, anyway, I'm still hoping mine pulls through. It, I'm, it's going to pull through. I know it. <laughs> All right. So anyway, we can go back to the game talk now. This I've got that out of the way. Got, <laughs> sir, I got to give this storyline. I got to ruin this for people because it's just so crazy. All right. Are you going to let do me do it? it? Yeah, okay. you can do it because I'm going to ruin something for you, I think. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Because I, I think I, I want to I tell you how much bigger the game gets. Okay. So in this, um, and I can't remember checking my hours logged. I really can't remember how many I got into it. But clearly we've realized it's not very far as, as big as the game is, as vast as the game is. I've not broken to nothing really. But the early storyline, so we talked about this, right? You have, the, you have the little memory of your childhood. You're in Sparta. Your dad's training you. And I'm going to go off the Alexios uh, perspective. And then you... You come to, you're an adult, you've already kind of figured out the battle tutorial because of the Spartan thing. You're now dealing with some thugs because of what the trouble Marcos has gotten here, which by the way, am I the only one that thinks Kefalonia is like this thug-ran island that's like people don't want to grow up on? I mean, it is. It, yeah, it, it is. Cyclops for sure. But like, it's a crappy place, I think, to live though. Like the idea that they got, like I got from it, you know, how's that little girl Phoebe running around safe, but, you know, like what? <laughs> because Cassandra's look, or well, or Alexios is looking yeah, out for it. I mean, the that's only the only reason. reason. Yeah. That's the only reason because, for sure. You know, they see another little orphan girl or another little orphan and, you know, they're looking out for her. Yeah. It's a tough place to grow up is what I'm getting. Yeah. Because it's super poor. I mean, I think they make reference to that quite a bit inside yeah. of the game is how poor Kefalonia is. Yeah, I think that, yeah, you get that vibe too. And so you end up in this kind of position that you're kind of, you know, I mentioned that you're kind of getting Marcos out of trouble, but mostly you're and yourself because he's dragging you into it. And so in one of the quest lines, you end up uh, running into someone that you can tell is just a sadistic shit. This dude kind of hires you to get this shroud on another nearby island, right? Which kind of teaches you boat mechanics early. Again, it's all like a tutorial. You don't really see it that way at the moment, but it is. You go over there you do some assassinations you get the shroud you go back he tells you to keep it you're like what's going on and you realize it was all a trial run and he gives you this quest when you get off the island to find the wolf of sparta now guys the flashback that you had your dad's training you with a sword and he's walking in with the baby which in your storyline would have been me and in my storyline would have been you your mom goes in the baby's crying dad's like hey go up with the baby whatever you know that happens okay so fast forward back this guy's like hey i'll pay you a shit ton of money go take Take care of assassinate the wolf of Sparta. Yep. And I'm paraphrasing this. I'm going to try to shorten this up a little bit. I'm going to try to get to the punchline for this story. So you're like, all right, <laughs> you accept it or whatever. And then you got 
to figure out how you're going to get off the island. And at first they make it seem like there's multiple decisions on how you can get off. And maybe there is, and I don't, I did did something wrong. I don't know. But they like, you pretty much run into the situation where it's a hundred thousand gold for a boat, or you can go fight. You can go see the Cyclops who's been after you the whole time. He's kind of the mafioso boss running the island for the most part. And he's the one that's been sending thugs after you the whole time. So you go after Cyclops. He doesn't like it. And your guys, I don't know for you how it was. My dude was really mouthy with him. Shoves yeah. the, you, earlier in the in the deal, you stole this obsidian eye of his. He doesn't know you've stole it yet. Right. You piss him off. You shove it up a goat's beehole and smack the goat. You go, there it is. If you want to go get it. Of course, he gets mad. You fight him. And the whole reason you're fighting him is you need his boat to get off the island to complete this sadistic. I took him as sadistic. This guy was like a creep for sure. Like, man, I feel like I've seen it in other like, you know, uh, what's that show? Like, like the gladiator shows and stuff. They always have that one Greek guy or whatever that's like in charge of stuff. And he's just kind of eccentric and weird and kind of dark and twisted. Doesn't mind killing people. I don't I just got a very dark vibe from this dude. Especially yeah. when he's asking you to go assassinate this leader of, a, you know, of Sparta, this wolf of Sparta. Anyway, back to the point. You get the boat, right? As you're leaving, it does the zoom out of the tutorial. And then either bef- right before that or right after that, you have a flashback when you ask the guy that, t- that you just saved from the Cyclops, who's helping you with the boat, you have a flashback from when you were a child. And I'm going to guess the age of about eight to 10, somewhere in there. Would you say that's probably right? It's probably about that. Yeah. Probably eight to 10 years old. And they are in some ceremonial situation holding your infant sibling over the edge of the cliff and they're about to chuck him over and your mom's screaming bloody murder and your dad who kind of looks like a D is just standing there like eh like he doesn't he doesn't seem like he's happy about it but he's not trying to stop it and for whatever the ceremonial ritual situation is they're trying to it's and you don't really I didn't really gather why but they're doing this to cleanse or do something to help whatever's going on she's not pure in some situation they think she, the baby's not pure there's some reason they got to get rid of this baby you as the sibling run up to try to stop him god the storyline just grab me so hard. Maybe it's because I have 1,600 kids. I don't know. <laughs> but the, dude, you run up to stop them. You knock the the pat, like the, the preacher, religious ceremonial guy, the tribute guy, the one that's doing the throwing. You knock him and the baby off in the water. Yes. And that's not even it. No. Then, then they just turn and they say, now he has to go. He's committed this travesty. And so the whole, the, this mob-ass crowd, Jesus, people stop grouping in mobs. And they never, no decisions are, are good in when you're in mobs. Stop doing that. <laughs> and the mob, other than the mom screaming bloody murder, the mob's like, yeah, then chuck him over, whatever. Your dad has to do it. Your dad grabs you, takes you to the cliff, chucks you over. He's obviously torn by it, though. You have eh. to do. Okay. So if he's it's torn, not just all that. Hold he on. comes to you. He grabs your face. He falls to his knees. I he don't think he did slumps. that on mine. So in mine, he comes to you. He grabs your face. He falls to his knees. He sl- his shoulders slump. He looks visibly broken. Like, Dude, I, don't, I, I don't know that I can do this. Grabs your right arm with his left hand, walks you to the cliff and just chucks you off. Dude, like, it, I don't, it, it's not just a uh, takes you there and, and throws you. Okay. I may be wrong because maybe I got lost in this moment. I didn't see a lot of pause as the mom screaming bloody murder. I don't know that he did the whole slump thing for me. 
and I'm curious about that because I got a I got the slightest like the slightest emotion in his face that was like yeah this kind of sucks like you know but it wasn't like a broken situation grabs you throws you off the cliff which okay that's okay so this your dad threw you off the cliff that's that's one thing but then you go so who's this wolf oh Nicholas the wolf of Sparta you go oh yeah that's my dad you've been commissioned yeah. to go assassinate your dad who threw you off a cliff after you're watching your younger sibling die what this is I was instantly captivated by this storyline and also like super angry at the dad like what a fucking D man so did you make it to kill the wolf of Sparta no I did not because as I did my first boat battle and was headed that way like I said my full plan was to play mama stayed home um one night and so I didn't actually get to play like I was going to or we went and did something I can't remember what happened something happened the night I had like set aside for this got interrupted because sir it's the end of summer there's a lot of stuff going on <laughs> summer cap episode like I wish I could have went and did this so what are you going to spoil for me next all right so I will spoil a little bit more for you and a little bit more for the rest of the people so the wolf is not actually your dad oh um, snap the wolf is your stepfather uh, and it, it does actually break him and when you go and meet him you have the choice to kill him or not and depending on what you choose you'll learn more about what that is I can tell you right now I'm killing him okay I can tell you that right now it's the he sealed his fate sorry cool I mean, it, it <laughs> does. You, you let him live, didn't you? I did because it I actually you it, did. Yeah, because if you listen to it and you see all that happened, like you can tell that he was doing what he was he had to do, right? Um, but he was completely broken. And if you listen to the conversation that they have when you get there, he's already broken. Like th- it, letting him live is worse than than killing him. Oh, for sure. I'm sure it is. But sometimes the cancer of the planet needs to eradicated. Sure. <laughs> I mean, he, but he's he, not he the cancer. Deci- so he's he not the decision, cancer, man. He's going. Sure, but he's not the cancer. I I think he's he's not the cancer he's well, he's not a white blood the, cell i can tell you that no he's just a product of sparta right he's just the person that's there of the time right that's just what they did then he listened to the oracle and the oracle said that the baby had to die and then the the player did something and had to pay the price for what they did and that's that is justice it's a harsh justice but that really is justice not that it was around back then but that's like frontier justice but i no, but it's, I'm t- it's justice. I mean, nonetheless, the the Oracle said that the baby must die. And in the Spartan culture, that was what had to happen. Now, the player does something. So Cassandra, in my case, Cassandra does something that kills a person. And it, to their eyes, the baby as well, which was already going to happen. But it kills a person, uh, an innocent person. So the justice has to be served, which is Cassandra's death or the player's death, Alexio's death. Yeah, that's so, how really... See, see I, don't follow that, I don't follow that chain of events. It's, that's not justice. It is. Trying to stop your sibling from he being is act- the leader and has to carry out the justice. Yeah, I'm no, following all that logic. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. That's not logic or justice, dude. Justice it's, would have been not killing an incident baby in the first place. Like, I understand, I understand that. I, I can understand and get behind all of that too. But that is not, that is not, I'm not, I'm trying to be of the world. I'm trying to be of the world of the time, right? Right, right. I'm trying to put myself in the place. We see mythology and this stuff as like magic or hokey pokey stuff. But in that time, that was was the reality. Yeah, that was the reality for sure. And that was real. The Oracle said that happened and that was real. So to them, that was real. That's what I'm saying. That was real. The baby had to die. Yeah. And the dad, they had no choice. As a dad or a stepdad, you still got to make I, a decision. Dude, I, 
I 125% understand exactly what you mean right, today. Right. Justice would have that's, been the dad jumping off the cliff to let his son live. That would have been justice, bro. That would have been a life for a life. Because if, if he's a dad who trained his, raised his kid I, right. I get what you're saying. in that time. I get what you're saying. That's, the kid wouldn't have a, shoved him off. You see what that's I'm saying? A, that's a perspective of today. That is not a perspective <laughs> of then. That is a different perspective. Uh, no, because I don't, well, no, not really. Because I don't a, think they wanted the kid to shove him off either way. So they're probably like, dude, why'd you? Right. They didn't want the kid that. to shove him off. Yeah, they didn't want not want the kid to shove off the the priest or whatever was throwing right, whatever, off the baby. Yeah, what do you call him? Priest? I don't know. Yeah, yeah priest. I, I think it was a priest or whatever. Seer or whatever they are back then. And then once the kid shoves off the priest, we'll just call him a priest, then there must be retribution. There must be justice. And then that's where it gets dicey, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Spart- so, yep. But there has to be mm-hmm. justice. So that's where it, it's a different I, time. It's a different I, I culture. And I can't put time, a, but I I can't put a 2021 lens on something that happened in, <laughs> you know, that's where I hundred percent agree. I understand. Okay, so I understand not, that. That's not the thing I'm trying to spoil. So that's not even the thing I'm trying to spoil. So we're talking about something I'm not even trying to spoil. So the thing I'm trying to spoil is Elpinor, the guy who commissions you to go kill the wolf of Sparta. Yeah, you yeah. are correct. He is a bad dude. You just don't understand how bad he is. If you, you from his demeanor though, ooh, you get it though. You know, they do a good job of showing you that he's got some darkness in that boy. Yes, for sure. But he's just the tip. Can I say that? Never. I won't. I won't. I won't. Use, I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually um the one thing i do want to spoil is you actually get to meet your sibling so i get to meet alexios and you get to meet cassandra cool um that's the thing i wanted to spoil cool. that's how much bigger the game gets so i and actually had there's that a premonition whole... um not that's not the right word i actually had that when i was telling bailey the story i said i don't know that your sibling dies correct neither one of this neither yeah. one of the children die good but that um, seer did didn't he the seer the seer yeah, did see, die. that's justice and now the dad has to die to, to complete the circle of justice that's how i feel because the gods are looking after the kids, that sh- the people that should be alive, which is the two kids. That's why they're still alive. True justice is now the dad has to die and complete the circle. Sure. He let those decisions be made and did not try to stop them. <laughs> sure. You could have manipulated the whatever you wanted to with the t- the beliefs of the time and tried to weasel out of that. I mean, he could have came out there so. ran. He could have came out there ran that he had a dream that Zeus needed both of them that they both were uh, underneath a thunderbolt or a lightning bolt and survived, and that would have said a lot right there. But you think that he had the ability to say that he had those premonitions? He wasn't that. He was more a servant than you think he was. So have you ever heard of um? You ever heard of Alexander the Great? Yeah. Hey, do you know who his what his mom's name is? No, I don't. It's like Olympias. She's like one of the most craziest, devastating, awesome women of all time. That was one of the things she did to build the story of Alexander the Great was she said she had this dream and it pretty much was like about a lightning bolt hitting uh, her womb or whatever. And so like totally wrapping up around the story that maybe Alexander the Great was actually not, uh, what is it, Philip II's kid. It was actually Zeus's kids. I, all, the only reason I even bring that, that, that story is because I'm thinking like in my mind, I would have been... These wheels would have been turning to make up some bullshit so that my kids don't get thrown off a cliff. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. Right. Is it, I understand we're on a different lens. I 100% understand that. Like we, It is really hard to think that we could even imagine what it'd be like believing that Zeus exists, you know, like exactly. it is up there throwing lightning bolts down at, you know. Whatever, yeah. I get that. But yeah, man, as a parent, ooh, that was real hard to to come to terms with watching that scene, man. It, it was, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, it was. Uh, it, but like I said, I tried to put myself into Cassandra's shoes in the time, like I do with every game I play, man. Yeah, I'm glad to I hear put that real justice happened. 
<laughs> I'm glad to hear that real justice, both babies live. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah, both babies live. So you can, uh, the other thing I want to spoil is, do you know that you, you remember the mercenaries tab? So after you, you get the, the mer- first mercenary that comes after you, right? Yeah. You yeah. open up the mercenaries tab where it's got like several different tiers. You, mm-hmm. you kill mercenaries and you work your way up the tiers, right? Right, right, right. There's one more tab that opens up when you what meet your, it? when you meet your sibling. Oh. And I don't know if I want to spoil that, but it is tied to Elpinor. So, oh man, uh, when you figure out who Elpinor is, that other tab will actually open all the way up. Is that something I'm going to end up texting you about? I don't know. Uh, but it, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's another major part of the game, figuring out what all the things are inside of the other tab. Dude, I feel like it really, really, uh, <laughs> sets our age tone. We're like, I'll text you instead of like, oh, TikTok or Snapchat or you or you know, whatever. <laughs> like, like, we'll just old school text still. <laughs> I'll just shoot you a text, man. No, I'm hoping it's that good. But anyway, yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like we could literally talk about this game forever. And I didn't even play it near as much as I'm going to. Like, I'm yeah. going to play this game more. And I said that about the last couple of games. And I've really tried to get back on them when I can. When I say that, I do mean that. Like, even if it's not immediately, I, the games I say I'll play again, I'm going to play again. Like, for sure. There's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I've been playing like Black Desert. Like I said, I would. Yeah. I've been playing. Like, I'm, I'm up to like level 41, 42, somewhere in there. I logged right on the other day, but I didn't do a whole lot. I pretty much messed with the camp and then logged off. <laughs> Other than that, I've not touched any of the other games. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's not, but it's not because I don't want to. I mean, this again, one, like I said, summer cap, summertime, which we do have what? So we have the Halloween stuff coming up. We have, yeah, for, for me, you know, I get kind of wrapped up in football a little bit. Got some of yeah. that coming up, but being stuck inside more, sir, I think I will definitely hit up some more of these games. And I, this one for sure, this is definitely now my my new background stuff that I'm doing. You know, when we're not uh, working on something else, this is going to be hard to put down. That a boy, it's a tough one. Like I said, I. I really dislike the fact that we chose this game because it is, <laughs> it, it's, it's too good. Oh um, my gosh. Cause it's not a game that you can just put down to me. I, I don't know the concerns that people who were fans of the franchise, I don't know their concern. Uh, I would be interested to hear those concerns, but me as a person who has played other games in the franchise and was generally not a big fan, but did see them as something that could have potential for other people. I thought this was a huge step up. Uh, I thought this was gigantic. That's what's kind of crazy is because I don't know what I don't know what they got out of it because they, like I said I've talked to several people and the one and most of them don't like this one a lot they but they don't have a reason that's what I can't get out of them I can't really understand like they won't give me a definitive reason why this one doesn't as good as the other ones so it kind of makes me wonder if maybe the storyline of this is dragged out a little more because of the RPG elements like the you know maybe it is a bigger bigger game and so getting some of those storyline out of it's a harder con like a concept I don't I don't know so just judging based on the other games that I've played. I don't think that this game could be any slower than any of the other games. Oh, the other really? games are very slow, very, very slow and very repetitive. See, and if that's the truth, then I have no idea why, because like I said, they won't give me a, you know, definitive like, oh, it's slow or it's, you know, I don't like, I don't like the, you know, leveling up stuff. I don't know. I really don't know, but they definitely, I've had multiple people tell me this was one of their least favorites in the franchise. Wow. Doesn't make that's sense. That's surprising. To me. Right. This is a really solid game. <laughs> 
Very. I am shocked so, to hear that. One thing I've been wanting to bring up, and you know, we have forgot. I, I didn't even write it down this time either. One thing I've been meaning to bring up in a couple episodes is food. So we we have talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> we have talked about this, and I actually had stuff set up for episodes that I did not bring up. Like call to see I had a seafood sandwich I created a long time ago. I <laughs> uh, did not bring up. I'm not going to now. I'm going to wait till our next ocean game. So I won't bring that up. It, got, it missed its chance. Now it has to wait. You guys can just be curious with this awesome spicy seafood sandwich that I make. And then for, what was it? My time at Portia or Portia, however you'd like to say it. Uh, I was going to talk about how I, some of these veggies and what I do when I grill them out of my garden um, to kind of fit that theme. Right. And for this one, for the summer cap episode, this isn't like one of my favorite things to do, but this is something that definitely is summertime. So I actually recently, um, I kind of do this grilled chicken and I'll explain, and I do it with black beans. I, well, the side is like black beans and rice. Um, but what I do with this chicken is I found, a, you, you just can find any kind of good, and I know there's like some different um, chop house seasonings out there. You find a good, it's almost like a, it's like a Lowry's kind of style of seasoning. If anybody knows like Lowry seasoning salt, you know, kind of a, a saltier blend. Uh, I do oil on chicken breast, um, like an inch thick, no thicker if you do, you know, thin them out and do your seasoning with olive oil. And then I take a block of cream cheese and I just cut about a quarter inch to an eighth of an inch thick wedge out of it, like straight, just slice out of it. I do two of those. I put them on top of the chicken and I take jalapenos that actually came out of my garden, sir, because we grew like two gar- uh, jalapeno plants. Sir, we have jalapenos coming out of our ears. It is unreal. Oh, yeah? Dude, nice. so many. I should have sent you home with a bag of them. I bet we have 300 jalapenos. <laughs> it's It doesn't even make sense. If you need to get but, rid of some, you can bring some this weekend. I, dude, I will. I will. We definitely have some to get rid of. The only reason we <laughs> save some of them is we're going to make some homemade salsa. Oh, nice. Because we did get a lot of tomatoes too. Sweet. Uh, and I can't go into that yet because this will be our first year ever trying to make our own homemade, like canning our own salsa. I mean, I can make fresh salsa, no big deal, but I've never canned it. So that's this is going to be kind of a new experiment for us. Yeah. But so this chicken, so you got your seasoning on it, your oil, you know, and I use a, I cook everything now on that pellet smoker. So even though it's like you could do a grill just the same, it doesn't really matter. But I half the jalapenos and de-seed them, hollow them out, and I take those, put it over the two. So I take one whole jalapeno per, per like chicken breast, right? The two half. I put over the top of those two cream cheese wedges, toothpick it down, and just throw it on the grill. And if you watch your temp, I didn't really let mine get over 275. And I just ran that. Uh, and you can flip it down and pull it kind of away from your main heat source um, and let the jalapenos and the cream cheese kind of be on the main heat source to kind of get those veggies getting that like softer texture, easier to cut into, not so crisp. Uh, and that's kind of like my food thing for this time is um, once those were done, I pulled those off. I put them with black beans and rice. And that's pretty good that's that's what i did this time and it's only summary because i got it out of my garden so nice sounds good nice healthy <laughs> oh absolutely um you know we're trying to get back into that kick which dude i'd rather not talk about it same here man so coming back off the vacation oh my gosh that moonshine you brought <laughs> i'm gonna have some of that tonight Oof. nice <laughs> anyway so yeah so i do apologize to the fans that we have not worked in food more often and like our little recipe things that we come up with every time i've thought of something somehow we've missed our our opportunity <laughs> to bring it up so i'll try to get better about that guys all righty sir well now if you would like to should we would you like to rate the game before we break into the beer yeah yeah we can do that i think we'd set the precedent that i will start off rating the games right and you'll go with the beer first then yep correct all right so i don't think uh there's a whole lot of explanation really needed around this one man it's i don't see how anybody could really have a lot to complain about this um 
If you like RPGs, this is a really good RPG game. It's not a typical Assassin's Creed game. I can see that for sure. So if you're a fan of the Assassin's Creed series for what it has been in the past, or at least has been up to Black Flag from my experience, um, you're up for a bit of a change of pace. But with that, what I had set for myself a couple days ago, in fact, was a 9.4 rating. This was definitely one of the funnest games I've played in the in a long, long time. There's just so much to it. It's so immersive. It's awesome. It, it's made me a fan of Assassin's Creed by itself. It's made me want to go pick up Valhalla to see yeah, what it's like. So. I don't disagree with that statement at all. <laughs> Maybe they'll see an episode on Valhalla, you know? <laughs> right. Maybe. I, I actually I'm kind of hoping that we do review it like maybe uh, a few months like after I've had a chance to complete this yeah. one yeah I think if we do it's definitely gonna have to be well it's give definitely it gonna while. be a couple months away for sure yeah give it a little bit but I mean I, I definitely want to play it now because of this this is if it's anything like this man they did a killer job this is awesome it, 9.4 is uh, yeah like is this our first game that's broke over nine I think so I don't know yeah. but oh, let I me mean, see if I can find out really quick I think it is I think we made that joke about the black desert no 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 <laughs> what joke was that well there was a uh wasn't black desert no we were talking about beers that broke over nine we haven't had a game though either it looks like I'm seeing um hot uh, eights maybe yeah maybe I was gonna say range. dragon age yeah we had a few we had the eight range and, and then I've you had, had a black desert yeah Yes, I, I still think that for a phone game, that game's awesome. Yeah, that, that broke eight barely for me. And then the only other one that's broke over eight for me was Dragon Age. Yeah. So yeah, good for you, sir. God bless. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my my rating for the, for the day, man. All right. So I will not add a whole lot to what you said, mostly because I do have a little bit to talk about the beer, but I will just simply say, and I wrote this down about 10 minutes ago because I hadn't really thought about a, a rating, which I usually do ahead of time. I haven't really thought about that, but I know, in my, I know the way I was viewing the game before. For that storyline clincher that just grabbed me, um, I would have said 8.3. Yeah. And then you add my favorite element is a good storyline or something that just hooks me. Yeah. It jumped up to a 9.3 for me. And I wrote that down. So it's funny you said 9.4. We're pretty freaking close. For sure. Uh, I did not expect us to be, I mean, I thought we'd be, I kind of thought we both would actually be in the nines just by your, honestly, just by your demeanor talking about it. I really didn't think you'd be in the nines, but I didn't know how close we'd be. Yeah, we're like super close. I think there's just a few elements. Um, I mean, it's so minuscule, it wouldn't even matter. I mean, the game's so good, it's solid. There's a few little things they could do better. I mean, I think tweaks here and there with combat, maybe a few little things. Yeah, there there was a little bit of quirkiness with the combat things for me as well. Like, um, so Q is the parry. And just hitting Q and then being able to go up to one for like my, because one is my um, Spartan kick in my game, just being able to go to those um, when not playing with the Naga was kind of hard, which was one of the reasons why I decided to go to the Naga. It was like almost that I had to go to the Naga just because the reaction time wasn't all there when just using my left hand. So, uh, and then I, so also like I got far enough along in the game where I found like a legendary animal um, that you can go hunt. Like you can get far enough along i i met a um the daughters of uh oh shoot uh, artemis oh and, nice yeah and um they have you go hunt legendary animals i give you i think they give you like 10 different legendary animals or something like that or, or a bunch of them a bunch of them uh so i i did their first one the boar and it's it's rough it is a hard fight and you're even level with it it is hard and i had a ton of difficulty with it and uh but i did find that um i didn't have as much difficulty when i didn't play the mechanics 
as straightforward as they wanted me to with the main bore. But if I played the mechanic straightforward with the little bores that they, su so it summons little bores with it. So like you have like a main boss and then you get it down to a certain percentage of health and it'll summon four little bores to come attack you as well. And so you've got a bunch of stuff going on around you. So it becomes a really hectic, chaotic fight. So that's why it's really tough. It's just because there's just so much going on. It becomes really hectic if you, and you can let it overwhelm you. But if you play the little ones straight up and parry those a lot, then you can play, then you can do it really, you can play those really easily. But you, uh, if you go at the boss and you don't play it straight up and you just dodge and strike and dodge and strike and dodge and strike and just swap back and forth and rotate around it, you make it so it can't even hit you. And so you can kind of cheese about out of that a little bit. So there's a little bit of funkiness with the mechanics on the combat there. And then the only other thing I'd have to complain about is the Alexios voice actor. Cassandra's voice actor actress um, has a much better, it's, it's a lot more immersive. Um, plus when you meet up with your brother, it makes a bit more sense gameplay wise. Um, okay. And I wonder if they didn't think about it from her perspective first when they were building the game or the story and then thought Oh, I to see what you're saying it. because, man, I wonder how detailed they get with that because you're right. On your storyline, you didn't grow up in Sparta. And in my storyline, I didn't grow up in Sparta. And if it's flipped. Yeah. Or, you know, like in that, you know what I mean? What, that island, Kefalos or whatever. But anyway. Kefalonia, yeah. Kefalonia, yeah. So, which we don't have to get super detailed with that, but yeah, that guy, now I'm kind of anxious to see when I meet her what that'll be like. But there's just, I mean, it's just little itty bitty things. There's not a whole lot that they could have done better with this game. Right, that's it's, what I was saying. Like, you, if you really search, you could find a few things in nitpick. But honestly, the game's good enough. I mean, you know, that's why it got the ratings in the nine for sure. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. there's a reason for sure. And there's absolutely a reason the game is is getting rated this high from us. Uh, and so, sir, I'll start tackling this uh, brew a little bit. So. Now, I will say so far, this may have not been the most eye-appealing brewery website I've looked at, but it is the coolest timeline to see how detailed they put all of the creations from this Larry Bell guy. And so I'll kind of give you a little bit of quick little things that, that caught my eye. So Larry Bell is going to Kalamazoo College, graduates, starts working at this Sarkozy Bakery right out of college and gets interested in fermentation through a bakery of all things uh, and decides to try to open up his own. And at first, it's not even like a brewery. It's just like it's called Kalamazoo Brewery Supply Co. Uh, I don't know if he was trying to sell supplies for brewing. I don't really, I didn't really understand that a whole lot, but he brews his first beer in this 15 gallon soup pot. And for like the four years following that, because that's like the kind of the first batch I think he's tried to sell or sold. This is back in like 1985. The four years wrapped around that date, it's him and nine other people bottling all this and delivering and distributing everything. It's just him and nine dudes, like nine, I say dudes, nine people figuring this out for like four years. Huh. It isn't until he even gets like another, well, obviously he, he grew then, you know, and, and actually turned it into a brewery and, and made this stuff. But he like didn't actually get, he got another place going in like 2002 in like Comstock. But all this is from Michigan. It's all from this Larry Bell guy. Like I said, it's to me, it's it's interesting as hell to see like, you know, we've looked up a few of these um, breweries now that did like craft beer. And most of them start early 90s or mid 90s. He's actually back in like the early 80s to mid 80s, kind of getting this rolling is kind of where yeah. he first started rolling 
dealing with this stuff. I think that's pretty cool. So I definitely think Bells is one of the first kind of doing it. And if you look at the list of stuff he made, I mean, there's stouts, there's double cream stouts. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, which I honestly, if my memory serves me, do you remember that double cream stout I was drinking that I had you try? I think it was Bells. Oh, really? But I got, remember I got hooked on for a while. Like I was buying a case of it at work. Uh... It was something it was hard to get a hold of. I didn't have it all the time, but yeah, that Bell's double cream stout that, and it was super okay. good. So oh, nice. I'm kind of a fan. I didn't even know I was a fan. And then we <laughs> grabbed, and then we grabbed these, you know, cause that was way before you and I started this stuff. You know what I mean? I just yeah. grabbed stuff that looked good, which again, everybody knows now, if you're listening, I'm a fan of stouts, so it's not super surprising. But if you look at his stuff, dude, he has, um, all through the years, he was just popping out different stuff, you know, just trying out different things. So I think it's interesting as hell, but I rated this and I'm anxious to hear these other four variations. I'm anxious to try those too, by the way. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we'll definitely have to get a hold of those. But I rated this, and, and I'll kind of explain why. I rated this a 7.1, and I think I think the main component that kind of even broke it, 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 it kind of felt tasting it and drinking it, it felt like a 6. It was definitely above average, but not like the best thing I'd ever have. I think what makes me think 7, not just like, and I hate to be biased on his, you know, how much work they put into the website and, he, you know, how early on he was doing this stuff and, and all that. But I kind of thought about how easy it was to drink this. Yeah. And that's honestly what kind of brought me up over into the seven range and broke broke the seven mark was this is one of the easiest drinking beers ever. Yeah. Summertime beer, summer cap episode. Woo. You know, it's, this is <laughs> definitely something if I was trying to find a, like a poly because we got the poly rating we're going to have to break into in the, couple, you know, in the next couple months or whatever. Right. If I was going to try to get that dude to actually try a beer without throwing up, <laughs> this would be, this might be one I would try. For sure. Because it's not really that much beer. It's, it's, it's a very different take. Like it is such a light sour beer. I, I just don't, I don't think beer really when I'm drinking it, honestly. Yeah. And man, this is a, it's a weird episode. Um, I wrote down a, a number that is very close to yours. <laughs> um, this is a really weird episode. Actually, it's a, I'm a little bit higher than yours um, nice. again. So I'm not going to hold too long, but 7.2 is what I got on this one. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. What um, are the freaking odds? Holy buckets, dude. I don't know. This My is optimism's so rubbing off on you. Well, so here's why I think that is for me. I'm like I said before, I think I'm more of a sour fan than I am anything else, really. And this is really light. I can see how this could be a really good light um, introductory beer for just gener generally anybody. I think, like I said, Brandy would probably like this. Um, there's not a whole ton going on, so there's nothing really to deter her from drinking it, and she doesn't drink beer. So I, I think it's just generally going to be good. And you brought up Polly. Polly can't drink beer. Like <laughs> I don't even know what to do with physically that. Physically impossible Have for him to actually drink beer. Have we actually brought up his story? I don't think so. Have we, have we been just holding on to that nugget this whole time? I don't know. I, I don't recall if we've ever actually explained like the whole story with Paul. I think I'll just save it. I think I'll save it till he's on. Tell and we'll the story. Open that. Tell, yeah, the we'll story tell the story on when the he's on. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, we're going to have a new rating system that comes out. I will say that. And when it when it's not beer and it's <laughs> a anything mixed drink, the, you're probably going to hear us reference the poly rating. Yeah. Guys, and I we'll break into that story. We, we have a few. I would say tops three or four that have kind of been talked about guest appearances and I don't know when they'll happen. Um, I, I don't have dates on any of that because we do have a lot coming up for Halloween and we'll get into that in a second. But he is probably going to be one of our first, I would say. Yeah. 
Probably. Um, and you know, he, you know, so we'll bring him in and we'll tell the story of the poly rating and why this guy can't drink beer and what we, what I experienced <laughs> firsthand of why this guy should not drink beer ever. Yeah. But I can't wait till he listens to this episode. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So your rating was super close. That's we're one point off on both shifted the opposite way. That's kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Or, you know, both, you're both above. That's, yeah, that's yeah. weird. You're not wrong. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Summer cap strange. episode, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me into, I do, sir, I do have to ask this because I'm not 100% sure if we did or not. Did we yeah. talk about our surprise for the next episode? Did we tell people what was going to happen? I think we kind of maybe referenced a little bit what we were going to do before, but I don't know how much we really explained. I think last time, so uh, I... Uh, <laughs> I'm a little behind in editing and I have not done the, uh, the Colorado episode yet. So I don't really remember, uh, what all was in that episode, uh, right at this moment. Hey, so I think we did mention it's just we more validation poll, right? that it's summertime. You know what I'm saying? Like summertime vacation, busy. It is yeah, fine. Just Summer been super episode. busy and haven't gotten to it. I do know that we did mention it because we did put up the poll, right? Right. Well, and that's for the last episode of October. I know we kind of brought up our three part, but I'm talking about what you and I have planned this next Saturday. Did we ever bring that up? No, no, we never did. Do we want to? You want to leave that because as a surprise to fans? Stone. Well, I mean, it's yeah. up to you. Nah, I say we leave it. I say it. So, guys, I will say this in case, just in case we um, didn't already bring it up, there will be a nice little surprise on the next episode. The next episode w- should be a fun one yeah. for everyone. For, well, for us and. <laughs> Anybody that listens might enjoy it as well. But yeah, we'll see what happens. This is gonna be interesting. <laughs> this the logistics behind that's gonna be interesting. But I'm waiting for it. This is gonna be good. So I will just say this: we do have uh, a three part series we're rolling out with, and I do know we did bring that up. Yeah, and we did put we have got a poll out there. So check it out on our Instagram or our Facebook. Any any way you want to vote in, just, just uh, it'll be on there. Um, but we do have we have a three part series going on. And we have uh, opening up with Hellblade: Sinuous Sacrifice. Uh, middle of the month of October, we're gonna have Resident Evil Seven, and then the winning of the votes for the last episode to be released on Halloween. So just guys, stay tuned for that. I hope you enjoyed our summer cap episode for sure. Did you want to list the what we got on the poll there? So the polls between what Alien, Isolation, Medium, or um, the Medium, and the third one is Little Nightmares Two, right? Yep. And I've weirdly got way more votes on Little Nightmares Two already than I thought I would. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, that one was the one that was kind of throwing me uh, as to whether or not anybody would actually vote on that one because it just seemed like a weird little game. So, dude, both the boys when I showed them what we were doing, yeah, both Shay and Z going to their other parents were like, "I'm going to tell them to get on and vote. We want Little Nightmares too." Like it's creepy. I'm like, oh man. So like, I don't know that they've got on yet, but they're definitely trying to convince their parents to get on there and vote. So I think that's hilarious. Nice. All right, sir. Well, do you think it is that time? That time. Yeah. All right. So yeah, to, to go with, uh, uh, Hellblades and you a sacrifice next time on the monologues, we are going to have the bat squatch IPA. And this comes as a fan recommendation from Colby Johnson. This is um, uh, an IPA just kind of seemed to fit the uh, Halloween spirit. So uh, this is kind of a shout out, a little bit of a payback to one of our listeners. And uh, we'll see how that one goes. Paired along with our Hellblade and kind of torture some people along with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy that one, though. <laughs> 
Dude, I yeah, that game. Just watch some trailers on it. Holy buckets! You guys are always more than welcome to play along with this stuff too. But ooh, absolutely, <laughs> it, I don't know. That it's something else. All right, so it's gonna be a fun month. Yes, it will be. I'm I'm actually really stoked, believe it or not. I don't think I'm only stoked because the women are gonna play. Like I'm gonna make Bailey play with me, and that's the only reason I'm stoked. Because if not, I'd kind of be pooping my pants a little bit. <laughs> like this would be stuff I'm playing during the day. You know what I'm saying? For sure. <laughs> Which doesn't work out when you have kids and you got to wait for them to fall asleep before you can play video games. This would kind of cause some trouble for me. But <laughs> all right, so guys, we appreciate you fans out there. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Don't uh, don't forget to give us a shout out or comment or like any of our stuff. Um, so if you like drinking or you like gaming, join us next time on the monologues. <laughs>